The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310 Glass or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is Gross Misconduct. Hey now! Hey, Carl. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Gross Misconduct. I'm Andrew Gross. Across from me sits my wife and partner in life, Carl. This is Season 2, Episode 25. We're calling Ooh. this one our Open for Summer episode. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Because summer just started. Uh, yeah, and we're open, apparently. Like, like we, personally? Alberta is open, or it will be by the will time be. many people listen to this particular Canada podcast. Day. It's supposed to be open. There you go. Open. And we're going to have fireworks in Edmonton, too, apparently. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. But no crowding. In the River Valley. Well, how do you do that? I don't like, know. You know, come on. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Hey, listen, this might be a short episode uh, because we're under a bit of a time constraint today. I've got a, a Zoom meeting. Uh, not a Zoom meeting. Well, I guess it is a Zoom meeting. I've got a Zoom comedy show for the town of Olds uh, in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. So I need to get this done before then. And as a tribute to the good folks of Olds, I'll be doing exclusively... Uh, old material. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a little something for those folks. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get it underway. If you weren't able to join us last week or you forgot what we talked about, here's Mike's Rewind. Here is last week's Rewind of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. I don't have any sauce! Stress is one of the leading causes of difficulty sleeping. I need sauce. I have no sauce. Do something restful like listening to calming music or an audiobook that you find is relaxing. I don't have any <laughs> In our last episode, Carol goes postal with Andrew's help. About three weeks ago, I ordered some books on chapters and they give me a delivery date. It's like a week away. One of them is sent priority shipping. So you would think, well, priority shipping should be pretty quick. Yeah. Which priority. Anyway, I see that it's supposed to come yesterday. And we're, we're how many days in on this priority shipping? Uh, we're now? like 16 days. 16 days. Okay. <laughs> then I get this notice, Canada Post update. So we were unable to deliver your package, so we left a notice. And we were certainly and, home. And no package. Right. And then on the notice, it said, too wet to leave. Then I get an email from Indigo saying, oh, it's ready to go. You can go pick it up at the post office. And I'm like, fuck. We're just leaving them at your local post office to pick up. We'll send you the notice, but you have to go pick it up. If people knew that, I think maybe that would be okay. No, it would not be okay, Carl. That's the service. The service that we paid for was for the package to be delivered. A big announcement is made. Wine Carol may be returning. However, the details are sketchy. Wine Carol will make her return on June 30th. If and only if we receive 20 donations of $25 or more in the next two weeks or a total of $1,000 in any amount. If 20 of you 8,000 people give us $25, Wine Carol's coming back June 30th. Or, oh, no, 20 people would still... What? What? <laughs> yeah, I didn't okay, do math, the math right math on is, that. Math is yeah. hard. 20 times 25 would only be 500. Check I know. That. That's why I was thinking... All right, let's okay, change that. Weird. So if we receive 40 donations... Oh, four. Okay. 
of $25 or more or a total of $1,000 between now and June 30th, Wine Carol will return on our June 30th episode. And that's what happened in the last episode of the Gross Misconduct Podcast. Now you're all caught up. Wow, that was confusing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I screwed that up, but I did. Uh, so an update on that and the return of wine, Carol. I've I've made a couple of decisions mm. that I've not run by you yet, but I will now. Uh, mm. First of all, we did receive uh, a handful of donations towards uh, wine, Carol. We're basically with one week to go until the possible return of wine, Carol. Mm. Uh, we're about nine twenty-five dollar donations away from that. So if oh. nine people donate twenty-five dollars in the mm. next week, you'll return as wine, Carol. If not. The promotion didn't work. And uh, number two, I had said that possibly we would end season two with the June 30th episode. I've decided not to do that now as a result mm. of Joe's fact check. Oh, why? Uh, well, we'll get to that in a moment. But it, it turns out that right around December, mm. if I've done the math correctly, and we've seen now that that's a gamble. Yeah, mm -hmm. not necessarily confirmed at all, uh, that we should be at approximately 100 episodes. So I'm thinking... Not to end the season at 100 episodes, but to end the podcast at 100 episodes. I think that's a mm. a pretty good pretty good place to put a period at the end of that sentence. Mm. Okay. And, and, you know, maybe we'll follow up with the best of or something like mm. that. But mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see how things go. Yeah. It, odd, because for a year and a half, you've been sort of... No, I'm your fine. Your agenda has been to get rid of no, the No, no. It's fine. Like, if you said next week, oh, we're done, I'd be, mm, all right. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm not going to shed any tears over it. Wow. You know. But. I admire your commitment. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, a little bit of this. Angry, angry, angry. Andrew. Andrew, 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 Andrew. A-N-G-R-Y. Andrew. A-N-G-R-Y. Andrew. Angry, 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 angry. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. You know, right up until this morning, I had no topic for angry, angry Andrew. I thought, in fact, as I went out this morning, did you know I went out, by the way? Mm -hmm. You never asked me where I went. Where'd you go? Well, it's too late now. If, you have, if I have to okay. ask well. you to ask me, it means nothing to me. I went to the bank. Okay, so it does mean something to you. Well, to get you're... your money, because we have an agreement that you get paid in advance of each episode. Mm. So mm -hmm. I realized I'd forgotten to get the money last oh, night on okay. our drive. All but right. it, it, this came to my attention as it has several times over the last year and a half. Now, as our listeners know, w almost without exception, since this lockdown and pandemic started, we've gone for a drive every single night. Mm -hmm. Last night, for example, we went back to Leduc, one of our favorite spots. Mm where you toured once again <laughs> the Leduc Canadian, Canadian Tire. because you It's funny, too, because every night we've run out of places to go. You know, on the nights where we have to pick up smokes, we have a purpose. Um, that's about it. Uh, we usually get coffee and just drive around aimlessly and, and look at beige houses. But last night you lit up when I said, well, do, do you want to go to the Leduc Canadian Tire? You go, okay. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, I know. It's like Disneyland for home improvement and gardeners. Uh, but anyways, I have noticed over this year and a half of driving around, and I've pointed it out to you many times, as you have pointed it out to me as well, that there's something completely lacking from what's being taught to our new drivers 
here in the province oh, of Alberta and geez, possibly the country, yeah. uh, and, and and certainly in Edmonton. Now, it's it's not what you might think, and it's not, although this is an issue too, understanding how to make a simple left turn or a simple right turn. And, and you know, this entire world has so dummied down that you'd have to be a moron not to be able to make, for example, a proper left turn because mm-hmm. they've actually put dotted lines on the road to show you how to turn. Yeah, how to turn, where to turn, and what lane to arrive in. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about flicks, flashes, and waves. Because again, it happened to me today, this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start with flicks. Now, this okay. did not happen this morning, but flicks. Now, listen, whoever's teaching people to drive, and I don't know who I'm talking to here. Maybe I'm talking to parents, possibly older siblings. Maybe I'm talking to AMA driving instructors. I don't know. But let's teach our new drivers flicks, flashes, and waves. If I am driving towards you, Carl, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I flick my high beams, what am I telling you? Um, Okay. One of two things. Flicking my high beams. One one of two things. Okay. Um, My lights are not on. No, Carl. Oh, turn my high beams off. Yes. A okay. flick of high beams. Oh my god! That's a flash of high beams. Is that a flick? You call that a flick? Well, I'm not going to. I would be like flash or high beams. Okay, but then it would be flash, flash and waves, which is not nearly as catchy as flicks, flashes and waves. So, you know, play along. Okay. If I'm driving towards you, okay, and I flick my high beams, that means your high beams are on. Okay. Turn them off. Don't know why they would be on in the city, but okay. If I am, I didn't say it was in the city. <laughs> Are you going to fight me this whole way? Because Probably. I, if I'm either behind... Okay, flicks or high beams. Turn your high beams off. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm driving towards you or behind you, mm-hmm. and you notice me flashing my lights mm. on and off, on and off, on and off. Now, that could also... Here's where it could mean one of two things, mm-hmm. but maybe check on both. Mm-hmm. What, do that, what does that mean? Turn your lights on. Yeah, your, your lights, lights are not on. And if I'm behind you, the reason I know that is because you have no brake lights. Or if I look down and see, oh, my lights are on, perhaps there's another uh, mechanical situation that you're trying to get my attention to, you know. Okay, well, I, no. <laughs> Flat tire. No. I'm, I'm dragging something behind my car. No, no, that'd be Nothing. honk. Honk. Is it a honk? You, honk wave. You don't, you. Pull over. <laughs> you're very frugal with the honking, I've noticed. I Me, am. I'm a honker. I love to honk at people. Yeah. If you're doing something, no, you get the horn all the time. I use it all the time. You're very If If I had a horn right now, I would, I would honk it at you right now <laughs> if I had a horn. This was meant to be quite- Okay, flicks, high beams, flashes, turn your fucking lights on, and waves. No, let's not get to waves because we haven't dealt with- Yes, we did. Turn, no, we did not. Turn your lights on. Okay, listen, your lights are off. Turn them on. Who's leading this discussion? It could mean one of two things. If I'm, say, on the highway and I'm turning my headlights on and off, right? Mm-hmm. Towards oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. The first thing you should check. Speed drop. Exactly. The first thing you should check to see mm-hmm. if your lights are on, particularly in the city. But if I'm on the highway and flashing my lights, I'm probably yeah. warning you of a speed trap mm-hmm. ahead. So those are just a couple of things. Now, that used to be uh, many years ago. Okay, we're never going to get through this. No, I'm just, and this is something that Joe is probably going to have to fact check. Um that and I don't know if it was a rumor going around or if it was actually true. It's was not that true. If you flashed your lights at somebody about at, a at speed a tripper, no, no, no. Okay. If you flashed your lights at somebody because there was a speed trap or cops ahead or whatever, yeah. it was actually illegal to do that. Oh you, yeah, it is. Illegal you're not to allowed to warn. No, people. you're not. Nah, 
Isn't Joe, that... check that. But I'm positive. Like, do you're not people allowed actually to. get tickets for that? I don't know. Well, I've actually gotten pulled over by the Mounties before for doing that. Oh. Now that I didn't get a ticket, but he did ask me why I was flashing my lights. To which I replied, "Because your headlights weren't on." But they were. <laughs> so I was just mistaken, mm. I suppose. Okay. All right. So just to go back and review for a moment, because this became more complicated and convoluted than it needed to be. And perhaps that's the problem out there. A, a flick of the high beams means your high beams are on. A flash of the lights typically means your headlights are not on or possibly if it's on the highway, possibly there's a speed trap ahead. The wave is what really irritated me this morning. Now, if you're in the right lane and you'd like to cross my lane to the left turn lane. Okay. And you've put your signal on, something else I wish people would use. Mm-hmm. I mean, all cars come with them. Mm-hmm. And I slow down to let you in. Mm-hmm. You give me the, the wave. wave. Yeah. Anytime you let somebody in, give yeah. them a wave. A wave. Now, there's. you know that I slowed down to accommodate yeah. you. You had no right to my lane. No. And had you made a proper left turn, you would, by the way, be in my fucking lane. Mm-hmm. But you, you are in the right lane. You want to get to the left turn lane. You put your signal on. I allow you in. You wave. Mm-hmm. That's a very simple thing. But people don't do it. And, and a lot of people don't do it. And as long as we're talking about people going from one lane to another, there is a lot of construction in this city. Oh, let's not even. We're going to have to do a whole episode on zippering uh, instruction. You know what? Let's. Let's rename this Flicks, Flashes, Waves, Waves and and Zippers. (laughs) Because what happens is, uh, as you see uh, a lane ends or there's a a, a obstruction ahead or construction ahead, whatever, what people will tend to do is they'll they'll try and speed up and find that one sleeping guy. Like everybody gets into the open lane. Right. And then the lane that eventually ends has got no people in it. That is the absolutely most inefficient mm-hmm. way to handle a, a, a situation like yeah. that. You got to zipper. Yeah. So if you're in the left lane that closes, you stay in the left lane. If you're in the right lane that's open, every other car lets someone from the left mm-hmm. lane through. Yeah. And, and you go all the way up to where yes. the road. And you'll get past yep. that obstacle much faster than. Everybody trying to get out of the left lane into the yeah. right lane and, and stopping cars behind yeah. them. And that's the whole and point now you've of got zippering. The, the one lane that's all backed up. Yeah. Yeah. You can I, have, I guess, you know, as long as we're on the topic, free flow, free flow. That if it's a free flow, it's free to flow. flow. Yeah. You don't have to stop and wait. And where'd you learn that? I wonder. Uh, well, you know, it's just become this thing. <laughs> Whenever we encounter a free flow situation, I will repeat, it's free flow, free flow, free flow, because you did that one night and then it's just stuck. Well, I with did me. that several times on the way to Costco. I it's know. always that turn. You, you want to yield there. And it's like, no, it's free flow. Just keep going. You know, the reason I want to yield, though, and I know it's not right. And, and actually, this applies to most of what else we've talked about already, is because you have to drive for the other person all the time. Mm, that is true. You know, mm-hmm. it's a free flow. So they're supposed to stay in their lane, and I'm my lane is just created for me. It's mm-hmm. a free flow. But how many times have you seen somebody just People get lane enraged yeah. because, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't understand free flow. Oh, and right. the other thing, people seem If you to- say traffic circles, I'm leaving. No, no. Okay. Oh, God, I love traffic circles. <laughs> Um, Who doesn't? No, the other thing that I'm not sure they're teaching correctly um, is the difference between a merge and a yield. Yeah. Big difference, people. Learn your signs. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Maddie, years ago, 
got rear-ended mm-hmm. by a guy. Um, just what? White, or I, not white. Uh, Twilliger and Hende there. Yeah, Twilliger and Hende uh, because, what was it, a yield or a merge? She, she was yielding. Yeah, it was a yield. And he said, well, it's a merge. But people kind of go all the way up in that lane yeah. to the yield and wait. And, you know, quite often it... It's just kind of a natural merge because right. there's not a lot of traffic But whether coming. it's a yield or a merge, you can't get into the lane if there's a car there. Yeah. So and, she had slowed down. Yeah. And he was like, eh, it's a merge. And yeah. she was like, she was a very young new driver at mm-hmm. the time. And she was just kind of like, yeah. But yeah. anyway, yield and merge. Learn okay. the difference, people. So let's flick, flash, wave, and zipper. And merge. merge. If we could do all of those things. <laughs> And then next week, we'll work on turn signals. That sounds like a really fun law firm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good afternoon. It's a flick, flash, wave, and merge. How can we help you? Joel. And Joe's Fact Check is brought to you by our friends at South Central Dentistry. They're providers in all areas of general dentistry and oral health care, but also more importantly, helping many nervous patients get the dental care they need with gentle sedation. Dr. Cowett is certified in in-office conscious sedation with inhaled nitrous oxide gas, oral conscious sedation with a pill, and even intravenous sedation. So let the nice folks at South Central Dentistry put you at ease while they put a smile on your face. Call 780-757-757. 3723 or visit them online at southcentraldentistry.com You'll notice, Carl, that there isn't a whole lot of facts. No. Uh, although we had asked many more questions than Joe answered. So okay. I, I'm not sure. I'm worried for Joe. I oh. don't know if he died. Oh, no. Don't say anything. Or he's ghosting us. So Because he started answering the questions. Did we, I feel like we didn't have a lot of questions last week. Well, I went back and found a oh, few. okay. Um, but I don't, Joe, are you dead? Check that. <laughs> Did you ghost us? Did you, is the hot weather getting to you? What happened? Mm. Uh, anyways, we have a few answers. All right. Sir Edmund Hillary was born in Auckland, New Zealand on July 20th, 1919. Are you going to clear your throat before you read the rest of them? Because no, I, I, t- I kind of like it. Okay. It's kind of, uh, 20 by 25 does equal 500. Oh, thanks, Joe. Uh, there have been 69 episodes of gross misconduct. I'm liking this voice. There have been 69 episodes of Gross Misconduct, if you include bonus episodes. Mm. And Carol is neither a winner nor a loser this week. Oh, yep. so he just arbitrarily decide I'm, I don't know. I feel like I should have it lost It doesn't matter. Money. We said Joe was going to make the decision. Okay. Joe made the decision. So I'm just Steven Steven. That's right. All right. So that is another edition of Joe's Fact Check. Joe. Fuck. All right, let's get to our listener mail. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Among the many questions we asked Joe last week that he failed to answer was, I know you've told us this is it before, a potato? but what is that person <laughs> saying? Is it potato? <clears throat> Joe? Check that. Check that, if you're not dead. And now, do you recall last week we talked about... Uh, Dirk Diggler. Dirk the Diggler? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite listeners, Dirk Diggler. And uh, Dirk, uh, who I believe is a truck driver, had uh, left town and had somewhere lost his gross misconduct hoodie. Quite upset about it. Which are no longer available. And 
his wife had reached out to me to say, um, you know, can I replace it somehow? And mm-hmm. I had replied to her mm-hmm. that I'd be happy to replace it. And here's how we do it. And then never heard from her again. So mm-hmm. in the last episode, I had said, check your mail, check your... Well, it turns out Facebook has, and, and people know this, Facebook has this inbox that's just completely hidden from everybody. I don't know why they it's have it. It's a different message box that yeah. I don't know why. You have to like specifically go to message requests mm-hmm. where I oftentimes find messages from years ago. And so she didn't get my Facebook message and she didn't reply to my email. I can't really explain that. Might have gone into junk. Uh, anyways, uh, she did uh, finally write. Well, Dirk did. And Dirk wrote with regard to his lost hoodie. Uh, funny story. I hung the hoodie on the back of the bedroom door I was gone for a week and Angela couldn't find it in the laundry. I started second guessing where I had left it and called a few hotels I had stayed at. When I got home, I found the hoodie hanging on the back of the door. (laughs) Of course, Angela was out when I got home and swears I had the hoodie all along and hung it on the door when I got home. (laughs) So I'm glad you found your hoodie. Yeah. That's the best scenario. Graham sent one cent and said, thanks for the continued entertainment. Just a little something to keep it going. Just a little. Tell something. Now, when we got that penny, <laughs> I, I said to you, what, what do you think this means? Yeah. Because if you leave uh, a server a penny tip, you're saying you didn't appreciate yeah. the service. Big insult. Yeah, it's a, it's a bigger insult than leaving no tip. Uh, you put that in your vault with flicks, flashes, waves, and zippers. Um, and, and you said, no, maybe it's a mistake. And I said, possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, a few hours later, <laughs> Graham sent $10 and said, holy Fuck, I somehow <laughs> sent you a penny. Ha, 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 ha. Your show is better than that. What can I say? I'm an asshole. Uh, thanks for the laughs, you two. So appreciate you clearing that up, Graham. Debbie sent $8.88 and said, great job, lazy line, fuck Canada Post. I almost peed myself. Keep up the fucking great work. LOL. <laughs> there it is. Uh, and Brucey message, Carl's rant segment was great. Always need more Carol and Hunter's van woes. Well, I can relate. So hard to get reliability out of a used vehicle when you don't have intimate knowledge of its history. Kind of like people. Mm. I was going to update people on this later, but we might as well update them on it now Mm. uh, because many have asked and Mm. uh, and several people suggested mechanics. So in the end, uh, we went with the suggestion of a neighbor Mm -hmm. and we, we got. Thanks, Gary. Yeah, with the help of uh, AMA, we had it towed over to the mechanic. And again, I won't say which mechanic until we see the work. (laughs) Uh, With the understanding that likely what we were looking at was possibly a whole new engine, Mm -hmm. or at the very least, replacing the head gasket and radiator. Mm -hmm. At this point... They've looked at the vehicle, which is quite impressive because mm-hmm. it, did, the, it didn't get there until about five last night when yeah, they were closing. So. They closed at five yeah. and it, it arrived probably within seconds mm-hmm. of that. I, they might have even had to stick around while he unhooked. So uh, in the end, uh, they looked at it this morning and they've quoted a couple of different scenarios and the cheapest of which is in the neighborhood of $3,000. Mm-hmm. And that would be the head gasket and radiator, mm-hmm. just as we suspected. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, we've got a couple of follow up questions, and you had said, "Why don't you just phone them?" Because I was texting Hunter saying, "Well, last." Well, I wasn't thing. aware that he was contacting. Yeah, me. yeah. But I didn't want to. You know, he's a grown man. That boy. Like we, you know, you think no, but I mean, you were just like, I, I need an answer, like right now, like not. No, I didn't say that. No, but I mean, you were just like getting anxious, not getting like you were getting like the information and bits and pieces, and not like the whole story. Carol, here's why: because and and, you know, go ahead and and call me a sexist. Call call me whatever you like. 
generally in our core, men are problem solvers. So I just want this problem solved. Mm. Um, and it's not that women can't solve problems, but the well, journey is important. Of course they can. Of course. The, but the journey is important to women. You know, there's somebody who had a, a bit about this years ago, a comedy bit about it, how, you know, when the dishwasher breaks down and the wife tells the husband the dishwasher breaks down and he goes, oh, did you call somebody? And she gets mad because she's like, she wants to tell the story of what happened. Like the kitchen was flooded and then I had to do this and then I called these three people and this guy, she wants to tell the story. The guy wants to know what the resolution to the story was. And it, it's just, I think it's ingrained in our nature. And so I just want this solved. Like, give me a price and think, a timeline. I think that's very gender biased. Honestly. It probably is. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the other thing. I think there's an exclusionary rule when it comes to people over 60. I believe, and I am over 60, I believe if you're over 60, you're allowed to be a little out of touch. <laughs> so that's yeah. the card I'm playing. Tis true. <laughs> Uh, uh, Shelly sent $50 and said, yay, Wine Carol. Brenda sent $25 with the message, Wine Carol, please. Now, as I mentioned, we had several people who sent donations towards Wine Carol. Uh, too many to mention here uh, in various amounts and with no messages. So at the end of the day, if I've done the math right, I believe we're nine $25 donations away from Wine Carol. I feel like that might be some sort of violation of a liquor law or something. Like donating money to see somebody get drunk? That just, that seems... Well, I hope we don't lose our liquor license wrong. over it. <laughs> uh, Paul asked, how was your rooftop comedy show experience? Mm. I, me? Or you? Well, I would suppose it was me. I was on the roof of the Jube, what, last Saturday? This yeah. past Saturday? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I enjoyed it. I know mm -hmm. some of our listeners were there. Uh, when I mentioned gross misconduct, they honked. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a drive-in before. This was set up pretty good. It was set up a little differently than the ones I've done in the past. I don't know what to say about it, really. I, I made, I, I enjoyed it. I felt really rusty. I felt bad when I got home, mm. uh, as you know, mm -hmm. that I had not done a live show in like months. Yeah, I think like I think six, we figured out months. nine months or something. Yeah, it was yeah, October we figured out right. And I've I've gotten better in my mind, much better at these virtual comedy shows but one of the advantages of doing a virtual show is that you can have your set list in front of you mm. uh, because nobody can see it mm -hmm. so uh but a live show you cannot so yeah i felt a little rusty i don't think the audience noticed it mm -hmm. uh, the feedback seemed to be pretty positive i did make one rookie type mistake though uh which is i left my mic on so when i ended the show uh and i wasn't thinking you know and, and it you know it's it's a pretty common practice. It's a pretty common expression in radio that don't say anything you don't want people to hear if you're in a room with a microphone because there's always somebody at a station listening. Mm -hmm. And now in this particular case, the Jube staff, which their tech staff are fabulous. I love working with them. They're just such pros. Uh, but they did not cut my mic mm. when I left. So I said goodnight, and then I sat down and sort of somewhat bitched mm. to the tech guy that the opening act had gone short, oh. and which he had, um, and I had to make up his time, um, but that apparently got broadcast. So anybody mm. who didn't click off their radio- <laughs> Hot or, mic, hot mic. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't you know awful about it. Yeah. I wasn't like just, that. Uh, just an observation. Yeah. No, yeah. I, okay. I did what I do any theater show, mm -hmm. even if it's on a roof. I always go straight to the theater manager and say, well, how much time did I do? 
like what was my time? He said what my time was. And then doing the math in my head as to how long that show should have been if the opener had done his time, I said, well, how much fucking time did the opener do? That's what I said. It's the only time I swore the whole show. And he told me like 18 minutes or whatever. I was like, fuck, I thought so. So people heard me bitching about that. Uh, Okay, so that's that. Crazy James had tweeted, uh, there's a new TLC show called You, Me, and My Ex. It debuts tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to hearing... Uh, Gross Andrew and Carol discussed this on Gross Misconduct next week. Well, I did not watch. James, we tried. We tried. I didn't even try. We tried. Well, I tried. It followed, uh, what, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After? Uh, First of all, two things, James. There's only so much shit you can consume in any one sitting. Mm, And 90 Day Fiance is two hours long. So (laughs) we, we had eaten a shit sandwich for two hours. And to try and wash it down with you, me, and my ex... No, not happening. No. Now, I left it on. We went to the office to do other work Mm -hmm. or or whatever, and I left it on in the rec room so I could hear it, Mm -hmm. and I thought, well, if it interests me, it will draw me back, Uh, and it did. It drew me back to turn it off because I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) It's just, and listen, I know all these reality shows are not reality. I know that. Yeah. But you have to at least try and make it sound like it. There's something, uh, you know, called in comedy called plausible deniability, right? Is it my anniversary tonight? Could be, right? So when I say it's my anniversary and, you know, my wife went shopping and, you know, whatever, could be. Are these real scenarios where a guy is living with his current wife and invited his ex-wife to... No. 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 You could just tell. (laughs) And in some cases, the first case, uh, and here we are talking about it after I said we wouldn't, Mm -hmm. but in one case, the guy had literally met the new woman a week earlier on uh, online and then had just invited her to come live with him and his ex. And to me, that reeks of, holy shit, TLC's got a new show, Yeah, but I need a new girlfriend to move in with me and my ex. So, yeah, I, I just thought it was such bullshit, I couldn't, I couldn't tolerate it. And I probably will never watch it again. What did one hat say to the other? Stay here. I'm going on ahead. <laughs> I hope that our jokes make you smile for a moment. But if you have a pain or injury and getting rid of it would make you smile even more, come see us. Check out our services in all seven locations at leadingedgephysio.com. Hi, this is Eddie Ojeda from Twisted Sister, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct with your host, Andrew and Carol Gross. Check it out. Speaking of time management, as I was just a moment ago, mm-hmm. here I had said to you before we started, like, I don't have a whole lot for this episode. It, mm-hmm. It's going to be a short one. And you had said, you know, well, good. Let's just do a short one. Can't spoil them every week, I think were your words. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, we're already over 30 minutes. And we <laughs> okay. haven't even gotten well, to the damn podcast. Pitter patter. All right. Well, let's do our Dick of the Week then. Your Dick of the Week is brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival, the only Canadian comedy festival to successfully and safely hold live shows during a pandemic. The 2021 dates are October 13th to 16th, but why wait? Comedians are available to perform live or virtual shows for your staff, group, or function at an affordable price. Contact Andrew at atbcomedy.com to book your comedian today. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at atbcomedy.com. You know, that message reaches one person each week because each week i get a constant contact report that we have one new contact so <laughs> well, that's good yeah i mean over the course of the year that would be 52 
new contacts. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. I, you know, I think virtual shows are probably going to start going away now. I'm, I'm sort of relieved that they're going away. I, mm-hmm. I want to get back up on a stage mm-hmm. again. I want to see mm-hmm. and hear faces. All right. Uh, so this dick of the week situation. Boy, there's never a shortage. Uh, there's a woman at 7-Eleven. I'll try and set this up so you completely get what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know those signs you sometimes see on the door of a 7-Eleven? To leave your bags oh, at the door mm-hmm. or... Backpacks. Yeah, or no, mm-hmm. no more than three students at a time mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you've probably noticed over the years that those signs are typically placed at the bottom of the door or near the top of the roof. There's a reason for that. It's for the safety of the employees at the convenience store. What they want is a clear view from the street of what's going on in the store because police have told them over the years, and it's true, Joe, no need to check this, uh, that the more visibility you have, the less likely you're going to be Mm -hmm, robbed. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the reason signs are placed where they are. So uh, there's a sign saying, leave your bags at the front of the store. This woman then argues with the store clerk that the sign wasn't large enough or prominently displayed and is then asked to leave. From there, it escalates into a claim of racism Mm. and a questionable claim that she's actually a journalist. Okay, where is the sign? Go ahead, take a picture right there. Have a nice day. Get out of my store. This is your store. You own it? You own the store? I'm sorry, man. Have a nice day. Do you own the store? Where's the sign? I just asked you where the sign was. There is a sign in front of the door. So it's kind of dark. Did you notice that it's dark? What was your name? Have a nice day. Have a nice day. You're ridiculous. I would like to just go buy a Slurpee. You can't deny me service. You can't deny me service. I'm going to get a Slurpee. If you don't put that back, I can deny you Tell me. Look out. See, this is a racism that we racism? are. This is a racism that we Now you're, you're overthinking things. The way you what treat is your me. I just, huh? I just want to buy what a drink. What is your entitlement of anything? I just want to buy Take a your drink. Ass outside. You're getting mad because I have to tell you to leave your bag You don't have front. to be rude There's and unprofessional. No, no, I can't I, sit. I was, I was so the sign is you way down there. Down here. Somebody like it. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist, so I will record everything. I will. Might as well face it, your dick. Gonna have to face it, your dick. This one just really entertained me, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Uh, first of all, to claim that a uh, convenience store employee is not being professional is just a funny claim, like, <laughs> in my mind. You know that uh, that school where you, you graduate and you get your degree in Slurpee distribution? I mean, what what constitutes a professional convenience store employee? But the other thing is, the woman making the accusation of racism is one of the whitest women you'll ever mm-hmm. see, and the convenience store employee is black. Mm. So I guess she's claiming reverse racism. <sighs> um, yeah. So take that and do whatever you want with That's it. That's not a thing, people, by the way. How about this? Here, This isn't a thing either. Mm. You know uh, Purdue University? Mm-hmm. Where is Purdue? I don't know. Joe, check that. <laughs> a woman shows up at Purdue University. I mean, if you have time, Joe. Yeah. We're worried about you, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, we don't pay you anything, so I don't expect you to, you know, you don't have to do this at all, but I'm worried that you sort of, uh, did you have a brain aneurysm? Like, what happened? You just, you were answering questions, and then you just stopped. Hmm. Uh, A woman shows up at Purdue University and gives an impromptu speech. I want you to picture a sort of a uh, a public area, a green area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she just stands up on okay. a, a, her, her soapbox. Yeah, a half wall. 
and gives a speech about what the women of Purdue should be trying to do while they're at university. Why are you at this university? I thought you were here to get a degree. But it looks like a lot of you females are majoring in how to be a piece of ass. <laughs> Johnny, la gente está muy loca. What the fuck? Well, you can't get no stupider than that. <laughs> it just made me laugh because she's killing. Yeah. Yeah, she's having a good set. Mm. You can't major in oral sex at Purdue. Hmm. Enrollment's going to go way down. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep it moving along, Okay, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get to uh, our average idiot. Uh, now, he could have found himself uh, in the checking in with the politicians uh, segment. Uh, however, um, I needed an average idiot, and he stepped up. Uh, Republican Louis Gomert, <laughs> which seems quite appropriate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, Texas, don't you know? Uh, he asked a representative from the U.S. Forest Service if it was possible to look at an alternative method of combating climate change, although it's it's still unclear now if he was serious, because after this went viral and people criticized the crap out of him mm-hmm. for it, uh, not he, but his staff started saying, no, it was a- He was joking. It was a rhetorical yeah. question. Yeah. So you tell me if he was joking. And I understand from what's been testified to the Forest Service and the BLM, you want very much to uh, work on the issue of climate change. I was uh, uh, informed by the past director of NASA that they have found that the moon's orbit is changing slightly, and so is the Earth's orbit around the sun. Uh, We know there's been uh, significant solar flare activity. And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or BLM can do to uh, change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? Obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. I'm confused. I don't know what uh, BLM has to do with climate change. Well, that's what I'm confused about. I, I think he doesn't know what BLM means. Uh, possibly he thinks it means buttheads like me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he brought BLM into the conversation in what was already a ridiculous question. I have no idea. So was he kidding? I don't know. That seemed I like a pretty so. deadpan I, he, delivery. Yeah, he sounded pretty serious. There's, you know, these committee meetings... Uh, you know, down in the States and here in Canada, for that matter, they go all the time. Here in Canada, you can watch them on, what is that, C-SPAN? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you can watch them. And and they're dry and mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. Um, but questions like this get asked all the time. <laughs> and there's people, and God bless them for this, who just spend 
hours watching these things to pull gems like that out and share them with people. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, let's take a look at You're a COVIDiot. You're a COVIDiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restrictions lifting, municipalities continue to have their own mask mandates. This includes Edmonton and Calgary, where cases of the Delta variant are rising. So whether you're an urban workplace or a rural brewery, <laughs> come on, who did this? Not me. Hey, listen, the customer's always right. Okay, I'll start again. Try it again. <laughs> Your COVID idiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restrictions lifting, municipalities continue to have their own mask mandates. This includes Edmonton and Calgary, where cases of the Delta variant are rising. So whether you're an urban workplace or a rural brewery, it's a good idea to stop those aerosolized particles and beat the heat with light. Thin breathable nanofiber masks from albertamasks.com. Use the discount code GROSS right now to get an additional 10% off your order at albertamasks.com. You'd be a co-vidiot not to. I'd say not bad. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't awful. You missed a word twice, but that's okay. What word? What? What? So whether you're in an urban workplace, you kept saying, so whether you're an urban workplace, oh. which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I'll allow it. Okay. Um, no, if I was talking to a business, they could be an urban workplace. Yeah. You don't get to change the copy. Sorry, Mark. Do you want me to do it again? <laughs> well, if you'd like to, run it by again, sure. Your COVID idiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restrictions lifting, municipalities continue to have their own mask mandates. This includes Edmonton and Calgary, where cases of the Delta variant are rising. So whether you're in an urban workplace environment... No? Okay, we're just so going to go with that other cut. Environment isn't even in that. There's no The word environment isn't there. So why are you adding words? The, the thing is, you're quite a reader, and now I'm wondering, and I know you've said before, you... You I read just, better to yourself than you do out loud. I'm just but pretending. All are those you changing books? the endings of books? <laughs> are you just adding words and and say, well, wait a minute. Okay. Do you because, want me to do this again or because not? Because all those times that we've watched a movie based on a book and you've said, well, that's not how it ended in the book. I'm now questioning <laughs> that possibly it did end that way and you just added uh, words. Can she even read? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, do you want a, me to do this again? I do. Your COVID idiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restraint, oh no, I'm laughing now because I know you're following along very closely. Do you want me to do it? No. No. Okay. I'm going to do it. Your COVID idiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restrictions lifting, municipalities continue. Fuck off. Look. <laughs> Can I just I, can it? we just do the second take? That was pretty good, and it, nobody's going to notice that I forgot to say in. Of course, but why don't I just lay it down? No, just in case we need a backup. No, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm do it right. Okay. Your COVID idiot is brought to you by our friends at albertamasks.com. Despite restrictions lifting, municipalities continue to have their own mask mandates. This includes Edmonton and Calgary, where cases of the Delta variant are rising. So whether you're in an urban workplace or a rural brewery, it's a good idea to stop those aerosolized particles and beat the heat with light, thin, breathable nanofiber masks from albertamasks.com. Use the discount code GROSS right now to get an additional 10% off your order at albertamasks.com. You'd be a COVID idiot not to. Boom! Nailed it! Nailed it! <laughs> okay, we're now at an hour and 15. <laughs> uh, but you did well. 
Uh, Sherry Tenpenny, mm-hmm. a Cleveland-based doctor. Uh, and I mentioned just a moment ago that, you know, these meetings and, and hearings go on all the time, north and south of the border. So this mm-hmm. is another one. A Cleveland-based doctor was invited as an expert witness earlier this month to a hearing in Ohio, and she had a grave warning for legislatures about coronavirus vaccines. Mm-hmm. The anti-vaccination advocate known for spreading unfounded claims told legislators that the drugs could leave people magnetized. Now we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them, and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people that are causing health problems. Hi, I'm Dr. Jerome Cowett at South Central Dentistry. We are committed to excellence in dentistry and service and hope that you choose South Central Dentistry as your oral health care provider. Located just north of the White Mud on Gateway Boulevard, call us at 780-757-3723 or find us at southcentraldentistry.com. Let's go, girls. This is Elijah Wood, touring drummer for Shania Twain, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct with my girl, Kyle Gross. I'm going out tonight, I'm feeling all right, gonna let it all hang out. Wanna make some noise, really raise my voice, yeah, I wanna scream and shout. Carl, we have breaking news. Mm Mm-hmm. Dirk, who we were just speaking of moments ago, yeah. has sent us $13.13, <laughs> and the money has been deposited to my bank account with a message, thanks for the special delivery to Devon last week. It was much appreciated. Uh, you'll recall we drove out to Devon and uh, dropped off a t-shirt for Dirk, mm-hmm. and we fooled for a second time his ring camera. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's funny because I always drive past the house we're delivering to mm-hmm. and then make my way back across the neighbor's lawn and, and chuck yeah, it on the yeah. porch. You try and be very stealth. Yeah, because yeah. I want people to wonder how the item got there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this particular case, uh, in Dirk's case, I went to the neighbor's house, got out of the car, uh, and then started making my way across and realized that uh, Dirk and his wife, Angela, were in the living room watching TV. So I walked right past their picture window <laughs> and yet they didn't see me. Hmm. And uh, the uh, the camera did not pick me up, so I guess that worked. Uh, hey, listen, I just wanted to mention we had our first fire pit party of the season last Friday, I want to say. Friday, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, Saturday I was at the gym. Yeah, it rained, of course. Uh, yeah, so we learned <laughs> that uh, our garage holds uh, at least eight people, so that's mm-hmm. good. Yep. Yeah. It's all set up and ready to go again. I wanted to do a, a trial run uh, before inviting, because I had promised... 
uh, Mike from Mike's Rewind, and I had promised Joe from Joe's Fact Check, mm-hmm. if he's not dead, that we would have them over and possibly at the same time Tony, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tony, mm-hmm. and just some- So con- they can all meet. They can all meet. Yeah. The contributors of yeah. the uh, podcast can all meet. I think they'd be a fun group. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it is now time to check in with the politicians. And uh, boy, what a week it has been, mm-hmm. Carl. Uh, we'll start with uh, Jason Kenney. He announced on Friday, as you know, that Alberta would be the first province to completely open back up and drop all restrictions. If you didn't hear the announcement, I, I have an edited version for you. Well, good afternoon, everyone. And it really is a good afternoon. This is a happy day for Alberta. I am uh, very happy to be here with Health Minister Tyler Shandro for some fantastic news for all Albertans. Yesterday, Alberta officially surpassed the 70% vaccination threshold to trigger stage three of Alberta's open for summer plan. With 70.2% of eligible Albertans receiving their first vaccine dose. And that means on Canada Day, Alberta's public health measures will be lifted and our lives will get back to normal. Since last spring, sorry, since this spring, I've been saying that Albertans should expect a, a great Alberta summer, maybe even the best summer ever, given all that we've been through through the past 16 grueling months. And that's because I never doubted Albertans. I never doubted that we would reach this milestone together, that we'd pull together as a province, as a people, and get her done in the true Alberta spirit. So today, I want to say, we did it. You did it. And let me say this. Thank you. Thank you to the healthcare workers who have worked tirelessly to get needles into arms since December when that first batch of doses arrived on a cold winter day in Calgary. Thank you to Alberta Health Services for designing and executing a brilliant country-leading rollout strategy that has led Canada in safety and efficiency. But most of all, thank you to the uh, 2.7 million Albertans who have chosen to roll up their sleeves and get the jab. Because of you, we're about to take this huge step forward. I'm pleased and happy to repeat the news that we have in fact caught and killed a large predator. But as you see, it's a beautiful day and people are having a wonderful time. Let's, let's open the beach. <laughs> oh, mm. I really enjoyed that. Is that wrong? Is that wrong for me to have created something that I really enjoyed? No, no, it's fun. Yeah, that'll make the best of. Uh, now, he mentioned that Health Minister Shandro was on hand for that announcement. Uh, Shandro then stepped up, as he often does after Kenny speaks, to clarify some of the points the Premier made. So let's take a listen to that. Well, thank you, Premier. And indeed, it is a great day for Alberta. Uh, We're now just uh, two weeks away from stage three and the spread of COVID-19 even faster. (laughs) But that's the point. We're transitioning from a pandemic to a virus that we learn to live with, like other infectious diseases and other health problems, for example, like tuberculosis or anything else. And as Dr. Hinshaw has said, COVID-19 is still here. It's still a threat. Now, going forward, if your first dose was AstraZeneca, like mine, we recommend that you stay home and wash your hands. Now, back in (laughs) December, we knew that rolling out this vaccine would be an incredibly big job. But those rules are all gone now. Thank you, and we're happy to take any questions. So, uh, Shandro mentioned that they were happy to take questions. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, they got questions. Of course. 
So Kenny was then asked about the possibility of a fourth wave because of the Delta variant. Um, you know, um, uh, um, uh, at this stage of this, I, I don't think it's responsible constantly to be spreading vaccines. We need to embrace fear. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the, 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 the data is in, you know, that we should, we're headed into the fourth wave, forcing people into the hospitals. But the global experience is clear. And yeah, uh, we're going to be awash in, 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 in Delta cases. And there will be new variants. They'll be more contagious. But if, 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 if other countries with lower levels of protection to get back to normal, why can't Alberta? Yeah, why not? Why can't we? I don't know. We can, apparently. We're opening it up. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be good. So, of course, uh, as uh, Albertans, we're also Canadians. Uh, we should check in with the Prime Minister. Uh, now, Trudeau offered an update on Friday, as he does every Friday. This one a little, a little unusual, I thought. Thank you. We'll go to the Prime Minister to begin. Bonjour à tous. Good morning, everyone. Now, please don't be too worried. It's unacceptable. But, yes, uh, I have a hard-on. Grâce à l'arrivée. And she is a real beauty. Have fun. Go with it. Run around. That's the right decision. Yeah. 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 Frankly, I don't think anyone is surprised. I said it's unacceptable. I didn't say it was surprising. Uh, and I will be reassured, as all Canadians should be, uh, that getting that hard on uh, is the best way through this pandemic, not just for you, but for the people you love. Thank you. And that concludes today's press conference. Well, Carol, that is a rock solid prime minister. That's ridiculous. <laughs> We're going to get letters. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah, get yeah, letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, well, how are things going south of the border? I would said for, for days, I want to run that Trudeau clip by you in advance to mm -hmm. see what you think. Mm -hmm. Had I run it, would you have included it in this week's podcast? Sure, why not? It was okay. fun. All right. Okay. Uh, south of the border, President Joe Biden recently met with Russian President Vladimir Putin. You know. mm -hmm. uh, I don't, his name is not Vladimir Putin, you know. I don't know why I added you know on the end. <laughs> uh, and he was asked how the meeting went. Here's what he had to say about his meeting with his uh, nemesis. Look, uh I mean, let me put it this way. Uh, I have met with him. Um, and uh, I have found that uh, um, he is a, uh, as they say, they actually, I, uh, <laughs> but I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, um, um, people don't doubt that I mean what I say. And uh, what I'm saying is, um, um, I mean, I'm not saying anything, quite frankly. <laughs> so I, I think um, um, it remains to be seen. In the meantime, um, thank you all so very much. Sorry you're all here so late. Thank you very much. Well, in his defense, it was late. Yeah. Okay. And Joe gets a little sleepy at night. Now, you, uh, each week I say to you, have you got a question for the doctor, mm -hmm. I say? Yeah, some weeks I do, some weeks I don't. Uh, I don't recall a week in which you did, honestly, until this week. No, I've asked about uh, why I'm so fat. <laughs> oh. And um, I know there was other ones. I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, this week you said, why don't you ask uh, the doctor <laughs> about uh, tinnitus? Mm -hmm. 
And and I had to Google it. And you were like, "What's that?" Yeah, well, that's how I that's how I talk to. What's that? <laughs> you said, "Hey, why don't you ask the doctor about tinnitus?" And I said, "What's that?" <laughs> that's what I said. Exactly. It's the like ringing that. in your ears. Apparently so. So mm. I asked, uh, "Is there a treatment? Does it ever go away?" Uh, so let's find out. And uh, for that, we make a visit to the doctor's office. Today's topic is tinnitus, which is ringing in one or both ears. This is a common problem and rarely is it due to anything serious. Causes can include hearing loss, circulation problems from hypertension, diabetes, or high cholesterol, certain drugs, and there are other rare conditions. It's a good idea to see your doctor to make sure it's not a serious problem that's causing this, that would require further investigations and treatment. Treatment depends on what's causing it, and dealing with this cause is the first step. Sadly, there is usually no cure, but there are ways to lessen its effects through cognitive behavior therapy and tinnitus retraining therapy, which, unfortunately, neither of these is readily available in Alberta, and they can be expensive. If hearing loss is the cause, then hearing aids can help. So the most common advice for patients with this, once the serious causes have been ruled out, is learn to live with it. Hi, I'm Ken Franchak, General Manager of Crystal Glass. When it comes to your home, windows are your view to the world. We ensure you see it clearly. Call 310-GLASS or book now at crystalglass.ca. The clear choice for all your glass needs. If you're like me, you're probably pretty excited about finally getting your second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. But it is very important that you choose the right vaccine. That's why I chose Pfizer, because I know that Moderna is the best choice. The Pfizer vaccine has been deemed safe and very effective in protecting you and your loved ones from COVID-19, which makes choosing Moderna the right choice. So when you're getting your vaccine, remember to choose Moderna because Pfizer is the best one. Moderna, Pfizer, they're essentially the same thing. And holy shit, stop vaccine shopping, it's a pandemic. Yo, Andrew! Tommy Lee, what's up? This is Eddie O'Jader from Twisted Sister. Hey everyone, this is Aaron Comas, drummer for the Spin Doctors. Alice Cooper here. This is Anel Panetta, the lead singer for Journey. This is Chris Slade from ACDC. Oh yeah, 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 yes! It's me, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, yeah, you know me! This is Elijah Wood, touring drummer for Shania Twain. This is Jeff Pilsen from Foreigner. Hey everybody, this is Joel Hookster from Whitesnake. This is Peter Noon, Herman from Herman's Hermits. This is Richie Castellano from Blue Oyster Cult. This is Slim Jim Phantom, the drummer from The Stray Cats. And you are listening to Gross gross Misconduct. Yeah. Are are you suffering from hearing loss? What? (laughs) (laughs) I do have tinnitus in my right ear. 
Little Which, r- coincidentally, is yeah. the ear that has less, well, maybe slight hearing loss. My right ear is not as good as my left. Mm. Yeah. So it used to be kind of like a low foghorn kind of sound, like off in the distance. Um, now it's it's coming a little bit more frequently. Interesting. A little bit more. Your yeah. left ear. My right ear. Your right ear. Yeah. And you sleep on your right side. Yeah. So you put your right well, ear to your pillow. Yeah. That probably amplifies it. It does amplify it when I'm trying to sleep, yeah. Oof. Yeah. 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 It's annoying. Sucks to be It's you. not constant or anything like that. I know that there's people that just have it like constantly and that honestly would drive a person crazy, I think. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I should have asked the doctor. It didn't even occur to me until I listened to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a, a slight ringing in your ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear voices telling me to do things. Mm. Is that t- tinnitus as well? No, that's like, psychopathy. Uh, oh, wow. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the boy. What? Okay. Uh, hey, listen, uh, speaking of uh, ringing in your ear, mm-hmm. it's time to find out uh, what does Kevin think? What does Kevin think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort. Family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July 1st fireworks show in Western Canada, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct. Well, July 1st, just right around the Mm -hmm. corner, and it really is the best fireworks show in Western Canada. It's incredible. Fabulous. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you you were just totally endorsing it, but I was trying to think if you'd ever seen it. Well, of course. Did you go with me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I've done July 1st shows at uh, yes. Old McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's, it is incredible. The tech behind it is incredible. Mm-hmm. They have like these boards where they flick switches and shoot off fireworks. And yeah, well, that's a fireworks show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought, uh, again, sometimes I, I don't always have a topic for Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do honestly know how to push his button. So I thought I would do that this week. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> yeah. And I asked him simply this. Has social media improved our lives? What does Kevin think? Has social media improved our lives? Holy fuck. (laughs) That would be a big fat no. I followed Donald Trump on Twitter when I read every one of his tweets for four years until they booted him off. When they booted him off, I... I left Twitter too because there was no entertainment factor. Facebook, do you think I give a flying fuck what you had for supper? Do you think I give a flying fuck what your dog is wearing or what your dog is doing? I don't give a fuck. The people that I knew in high school that I haven't seen in 35 years, I see some of them on Facebook, but really, what... I, I don't, I really don't give a fuck. And, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a pretty big waste of time. The fucking Instagram and fucking TikTok shit. There was a, a three year old in Times Square and I just saw this tonight and you won't see this anywhere else, but, uh, a three year old in Times Square learning how to fucking twerk. And I don't know if you know what twerking is, but it's where they, shake their little behind and it's fucking disgusting, disgraceful fucking behavior. 
and they recorded it and put it on TikTok and getting a fucking billion hits. Like the world is fucked. Social media is a huge fucking problem. Uh, it's 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 so fucked up. It's not even funny. The attitudes and the the fucking keyboard warriors that are so fucking ill informed, and it's just it's dividing the the entire fucking planet, in my opinion. And that's what Kevin thinks. <laughs> tell us what you really think. Yeah, wow. Kevin. Don't hold back. I forgot to tell him to <laughs> really let it out. <sighs> Uh, Hey, for those of you uh, listening to this podcast in real time, and by that I mean, you know, within a day or two of it dropping, because I've discovered that this hot weather is having an effect on our podcast. Now, it's, and I'm assuming that's the reason, because here's the thing. The number of downloads for the last episode Mm -hmm. is pretty much exactly where it always is, and possibly even a little bit more. Mm. But I also look at the statistics for listening and the listening is way down. Mm. So I'm guessing that people have downloaded it and are trying to find time to listen to it. So okay. I think the average listener is about a week behind right now. So if we get a big thunderstorm or whatever, possibly they'll catch up. So if they catch up in time for this weekend, and I'm speaking now of June 24th to 26th, and you're in the Calgary area, which I know many of our listeners are, I'm at the uh, Calgary Laugh Shop located in the Blackfoot Inn, June 24th to 26th, that's Thursday through Saturday, uh, for a live show. I'll actually be on stage, not the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people will be allowed in. Now, it's the first weekend that the live shop has been open in almost nine months. It's the last weekend in which social distancing and masks will be used. So mm-hmm. they will social distance everybody, and you will be asked to have a mask with you to get to your table and go to the washroom. But mm-hmm. uh, you can get a ticket at laughshopcalgary.com mm-hmm. or give them a call. Area code 403-255-6900. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's the Hotel Blackfoot now, is it not? Yeah, you know what? They got fancy that uh, Blackfoot Inn because they've been the Blackfoot Inn for as long as I can remember. And Yuck Yucks has been there for as long as I can remember. And then it moved to a casino and the Laugh Shop took over. Mm -hmm. But the Comedy Club has been there forever. And that's Mm -hmm. where I started Mm -hmm. comedy. That's where I did my first uh, amateur set. But That's where we met. It is, mm-hmm. yes, in that very room. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they uh, they got all fancy, and they you know I don't know threw some lights up or something, and uh, changed the name from the Blackfoot Inn to Hotel Blackfoot. It's still a hotel in an industrial park. Mm-hmm. You, there's no change. It's a nice in that. hotel though. It's yeah, very lovely nice. hotel. Very great staff. They have. I don't know if they still have them. But they have amazing, uh, what are those sandwiches called? Uh, Monte Cristo's. Yes, they do. They're incredible. Yeah. Y- you know, and speaking of incredible, and I, I don't mean to, you know, crap on the Blackfoot Inn at all here. Oh, sorry, Hotel Blackfoot. Uh, <laughs> but they also have their lunch buffet. Now, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's coming back. And it's the same buffet that they offer in the restaurant, the uh, Garden, I think it's called, or Greens. No, Greens, it's called Greens. Greens yeah. yeah. And I have always admired um, the person who has to carry in the block of granite that they chip the Yorkshire puddings out of because <laughs> those little hard are they fucking rock hard those things mm-hmm. and you know I like a good Yorkshire pudding mm-hmm. but you have to drown it in gravy to be able to to eat it There's something you might want to look into there Blackfoot Hotel or whatever you're called now Hotel Blackfoot Joe check that yeah yeah what is it called Joe the hotel it's on Blackfoot Trail mm-hmm. in Calgary and 58th 
Avenue or 58th Street. Or and June. Uh, by the way, if you have a small business you want to advertise on this particular podcast, as many do, mm-hmm. uh, reach out, Andrew at andrewgross.com. You'll find it surprisingly inexpensive. And this is your last opportunity. Last call for advertisers because uh, starting July 1st, uh, whoever we've got is who we've got. And that'll take us through to the end of the uh, the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. All right. It is time for this. All right, Carl, thanks to Joe, Mm -hmm. your money is at $3 million. Mm -hmm. Now, we had thought it would either be at $3.5 million or at $2.5 million, uh, but I will readily admit that I agree with Joe's decision. In fact, it was the one I was going to make because... I sort of gave you a second chance, and then I gave you hints, and uh, <laughs> you eventually did have the right answer, but you didn't have it, you know. So, yeah, it right. was convoluted. Okay. Uh, so, you're at $3 million. We're just going to pretend last week didn't happen. Okay. This is a do-over. All right. All right. Uh, but we need to find out your category, and of course, as always, for that, we spin the How Smart is Carol Wheel. The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the best furnace and plumbing services in Edmonton, Todd's Mechanical, providing you with all of your plumbing the How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by fuck me. The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the best furnace and plumbing services in Edmonton, Todd's Mechanical, providing you with all of your plumbing and furnace needs. Edmontonians keep warm and dry with Todd's Mechanical. Call them at 780-499-7598 or find them online at toddsmech.com and don't forget to like them on Facebook. And for our listeners, just a clarification there that uh, Todd does not deliver plums. No. Uh, okay, let's uh, give the wheel a spin. <laughs> Maybe if you ask him nicely. He probably has plums with him. Or Maybe. he'd be willing to stop and get them on the way. He's sure. pretty, yeah. pretty uh, amenable. amenable guy. Uh, where are we at? Oh, we're spinning uh, Todd's mechanical wheel of plums. Here we go. Are you, are you a fan of plums? Yes. Really? I, lo- I love the plums. Do we have plums mm-hmm. around the house? Nope. Okay. Because I'm the only one wouldn't. that eats them. Well, so what? Buy them for yourself. <laughs> uh, your category is U.S. landmarks. Mm, oh, okay. is that good? Yeah. Oh, great. I think so. You have $3 million to wager. As always, you can wager any amount of that or all of it. Mm-hmm. Keep it in mind. It's imaginary. All right. No. Okay. Don't keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, someone is going to listen to this. I don't think so. Okay. Right. Oh, oh, I stopped you in the middle of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Some and, philanthropist yeah. is going to be, wow, she has worked really hard. And just write you a check yeah. for $3 million. You bet. Well, that would be convenient if it happened this week, because that would cover the cost of Hunter's van. <laughs> All right. In the category of U.S. landmarks, mm-hmm. which two Great Lakes meet at Niagara Falls? in the category of U.S. landmarks, the question is, what color is grass? Green. (laughs) Which two, but this is an easy one. It is. Which two Great Lakes meet at Niagara Falls? What is Ontario and Erie? That is correct. Mm. Have we had this question before? Do not check that, Joe, because that would mean going through, what, 67 episodes? I know, but I feel like we had a, I know that we had a Great Lakes question. Maybe it wasn't this Great Lakes question, but I do believe we had a Great Lakes question at some point. 
Joe, if you want to check that, you can check it. But I mean, honestly, yeah, that'll, that'll be arduous. So don't check it. Okay. What I started doing in the summary, and I don't know who all sees the summary. Okay, yeah. Where I summarize what's in this episode. <laughs> Apparently, I don't because I was confused by what you uh, meant. But yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, honestly, if depending on the app you use, if the summary is there, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know it's there if you go to the Buzzsprout app. Yeah. Uh, what I started doing, I think, in season two is saying what the category was for Carol's Jeopardy mm. question, just so I could easily find well, them again. Yeah, it wouldn't be season two. No, it, it would, would have been, been season one. Early and I, on. And, back then, I yeah. barely put any information yeah, down. Uh, anyways, you got the answer correct. Uh, mm-hmm. How much did you wager? 500,000. Oh, good for you. So yeah. you're, you are now at the three and a half million. Right. Ta-da. Woo. Okay, uh, time for the crystal glass big blue folder. The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca. Well, I'm not sure what happened last week. Oh, gosh, what happened? Well, I didn't get through all of the Big Blue Folder. Mm, You had a lot last week. And yet I didn't get through it all. Wow. Okay. And, and so I left it in the folder so. and then I added to it this week. Uh, and so I've got this stupid amount of big blue folder. But I think okay. what I'll do is just sort of pick and choose a little bit. Okay. And, and possibly get rid of some of this. Right. Bit of a house clearing. Uh, there's a woman in London, England, uh, named Abby Bella. And uh, she claims aliens abducted her from her bedroom a few weeks ago. And now she's fallen in love with one of the aliens. She... <laughs> She claims she heard a voice in her dream uh, telling her to wait by the window. So she sat there the next night until a flying saucer swung by, picked her up uh, in its tractor beam, of course. Of course. Not an idiot. uh, And brought her on board. And there were five aliens, but she really connected with one of them. Uh, The alien said he'd only take her to his home if she gave consent. Uh, So he was such a gentleman about it. uh, She wasn't ready to leave Earth that night. Um, but they, and they did bring her home about 20 minutes later, but now she regrets not agreeing to go with them. Mm. So she's uh, packed an overnight bag <laughs> and, uh, she keeps waiting by the window for him to come back. Oh, did she catch his name? I do not believe so. Okay. Uh, 38 year old Omar Wright was at a Starbucks drive through in Miami gardens, Florida uh, last Wednesday, and he wanted some cream cheese. Now, it's not clear if they were out of cream cheese or if he just wanted more of it. Uh, But when they refused to give him or were unable to give him the cream cream cheese, uh, he pulled out a gun. Fuck me. (laughs) Yeah. Florida. And started waving it around. Now, the girl working at the drive-thru happened, uh, as Quinston's would have it, to be the daughter of the town's police chief. Mm. Um, (laughs) So she called her dad. uh, While another worker got Omar's license plate, police tracked him down pretty quickly. I'm guessing that every available unit uh, mm-hmm. responded. Now, he claimed immediately that it didn't happen the way he said it happened and that he didn't have a gun. Mm. She's a lying bitch. That, hmm. Yeah. Uh, turns out they have a security camera, though. Mm. Um, yeah, and the video clearly shows him waving a gun around in the air. Well, cream cheese, is, it's pretty important. After he posted Bond on Saturday, he was walking out of jail. A reporter happened to be there and asked him to comment, and he said, quote, Always go to Dunkin' Donuts, never Starbucks. He's uh, facing charges for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's a good endorsement, I guess, for Dunkin' Donuts. <sighs> yeah. 
Uh, we've done this before. A woman put on her dog's shock collar mm. to see what would happen. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, I did it. Did you? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. You put it on me. Did you put it on you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, if I'm going to put it on my dog, I want to know. Exactly. Yeah, and we used it for a little bit, and then I was just, no, I can't do this to my, yeah. my puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she tests levels three and then level 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, both are quite weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she cranks it up to level 99. <laughs> um, so I got this shock collar for my dog. I asked you guys not to try this. It's not something that you guys should be doing at all. At all. Don't see how it works, so I'm going to try it on myself. But do not attempt. Do not. I'm about to put it on. Hold on. It's on level three. Let's see what that does. Weak. It's on level 30 now. Weak. So honestly, this thing is kind of weak. I'm not going to lie. So I, I cranked it all the way up to level 99. So I'm going to see if that really does anything. So I'm going to just go ahead and try to get... Before she tested it at 99, I think you can hear the dog warning her not to do that. I heard the dog barking. "Mm, That's mm, not mm, a good mm. idea. A team of researchers in Scotland looked at how late in the day you can drink coffee and not have to worry about all that caffeine keeping you up at night. And the answer is stop drinking stuff with caffeine six full hours before bedtime okay after that it can mess with your internal clock the Mm -hmm. study also found that drinking four to five cups a day is actually totally fine as long as you stop early Mm. enough but some people uh metabolize caffeine more slowly so keep that Mm. in mind i don't think that's new is it i mean i think most people know you shouldn't be drinking that too close to bedtime yeah, but you know, I've always wondered about the other part of it because I drink a lot of coffee and I always wondered mm. if, you know, that amount of coffee is good or bad. Mm. And listen, I got the answer. A big study in the UK just found out that drinking three to four cups a day can actually lower your risk for liver cancer. Mm. It tracked a half million people for more than 10 years, and coffee drinkers were 49% less likely to die of chronic liver disease. Mm. That's good news. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, boy, I, I don't mean to panic you uh but the tokyo olympics are coming right up oh i know i gotta get training for that i know what's your sport again um i don't know well yeah yeah i don't know i don't know you've got some time to make a decision the tokyo olympic games are going to be really quiet this year uh, because cheering has been banned oh yeah the venues are locals only and 50 percent capacity And now the audience must wear masks, stay silent, and leave immediately after each sport. Mm. How about this? Uh, There's something screwy going on in Edmonton Public Schools. Okay, yeah. For a lot of people, uh, their student's last day, their children's last day is Monday. Okay. And a lot of parents are going, why? 
Because you know nothing happens on Monday. Well, anyways. exactly. That's like you're we're cleaning out our you know cubbies yeah. and whatever. Right. Lockers. So why not know, do, it do, do it on Friday? Do it on Friday. Like, come on, that's just. But they have to have so many instructional days a year, right? Exactly right. Which is true of every school system, mm-hmm. pretty much across North America. Uh, so one principal tried to get around it. Stacy Goldstein is the head of a public school in New York City called School of the Future. Ooh, yeah. sounds fun. I know. And uh, <laughs> she's catching a lot of heat uh, after she tried to end their school year a week early. She sent an email to parents last Thursday letting them know there wouldn't be any in-person classes or remote learning that week, which is their last week before summer. But she said the kids still need to log on each day to satisfy the state's attendance requirements. Mm. A lot of parents had issues with it, partly because they didn't have time to plan for child care and child whatnot, care, yeah. yeah. But also because the kids had already had a limited school year, so why cut it down even more? Uh, someone above Stacy got wind of it and nixed the decision. Hmm. So the school is open this week, after all. And Stacy had to send out another email last Friday to let parents know that their kids weren't getting an early summer break, apologizing and saying the whole thing was just a communication error mm, and now she has to cancel her trip to cancun <laughs> exactly <laughs> hope she got the uh insurance uh you know canon canon oh uh, like the the camera people the, yeah canon offices in china recently installed artificial intelligence cameras that force employees to smile in order to open doors or book meetings if you try and open a door while frowning the facial recognition software won't unlock the door for you hmm. you have to smile Uh, So that way it knows you're happy and excited to be at work each day. Hmm. We were talking about being a deaf. What? Yep. A nine-year-old sheepdog in England named Peggy. Mm -hmm. And I know you love her already. That's cute. Uh, She recently went deaf and she could no longer do her job. So they retired Peggy. But the woman who adopted her taught Peggy sign language. And after doing so, Peggy has now returned and is back to herding sheep full-time. Oh, good for Peggy. Yeah, well done. Well, good for the woman who taught her, too. A police got a call a couple of weeks ago about a suspicious car parked at a vineyard in Santa Rosa, California. I think that's just north of San Francisco. Check that, Joe. It was uh, right next to one of those big fans grape growers used to circulate the air, keep the grapes from freezing. Okay. And once the uh, police got closer to it, they realized someone was inside the fan. Now, the base is hollow and just big enough to fit a single person crouched. And it turned out a 38-year-old guy climbed inside the fan and had been stuck there for two days. (laughs) Yeah. When they asked why he climbed in, he said he likes taking pictures of the motors inside old farm equipment, which you will admit is an odd hobby, but okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fan wasn't that old, though. And when they searched him, they found a whole bunch of meth. And the sheriff's office posted about it on their Facebook page and said he had, quote, far more methamphetamine than camera equipment. Mm. Yeah. They said the real reason he climbed inside uh, remains a mystery, but he's facing charges for trespassing and drug possession. Mm. And uh, finally, a 36-year-old James Springer went to a McDonald's in Northern Virginia last Saturday morning and wanted to order a Happy Meal, but it was too early to get one. It was just before 10 a.m., and most McDonald's in the States don't start serving lunch until 10.30. So they told him he could only get breakfast. And he responded by threatening to execute everyone in the restaurant. (sighs) 
Boy, Americans really like their fast oh, food, eh? What is wrong with people? He was gone by the time the police got there, but while they were talking to witnesses, they got another call about a driver pointing a gun at someone while attempting to merge in traffic. <laughs> so the police left and responded to that incident. Then they got another call from the same McDonald's after James came back. It's not clear if he went back to the McDonald's to hurt anyone or if they were just serving lunch by then. And he tried to order a Happy Meal. <laughs> uh, luckily, the uh, police were able to return to arrest him before anything else happened. He's now facing charges for disorderly conduct and four counts of brandishing a weapon. Yikes. Uh, we try not to be ju- too judgmental, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what's something stupid that you secretly judge other people for? A recent survey asked that question and came up with these top 10 things we judge people for. Okay. At number 10, when you put your turn signal on and someone in the next lane speeds up to block you from merging. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When someone says, I don't like animals, uh, not wanting to pet is fine, but not liking animals is generally considered shitty. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Uh, at number eight, when the bathroom in someone's home is really gross. Mm. Mm. I have not encountered that myself. Uh, people uh, who leave their shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. Mm. I know that drives yeah. you crazy. It's rude. Well, it's just rude. It really is. It's rude. Return the cart, you fat fuck. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. At number six, people who gossip, especially since they're probably gossiping about you. Mm. At number five, how someone's kids behave or don't behave. Someone said it's uh-huh. annoying when parents act like their kids Temper tantrums are cute. Yeah, we're judgy about that. Oh my sure. god, how did that not make number one? I, yeah. you know, I said one time on uh, on air that I publicly parent, mm-hmm. and and I didn't explain it, and and by that I didn't mean that I make a big show of parenting. I mean that I parent the public. Like if I see a kid misbehaving, I will talk to the parent right now. Mm-hmm. And you've heard me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it happens in Walmart a lot. And I, I usually start with control your child, right? Have I not done that? Mm-hmm. Ma'am, control your child. And the people who post and say, oh, he's just so active. Or no, he's misbehaved. Yeah. He's so willful. He's so full of life. Yeah, yeah. You are willful. You're willfully <laughs> blind that your kid is an asshole. Oversharing on social media at number four, like putting every tiny problem in your life mm, on Yeah, blast. I don't like that. I'm not judgy about it, but it's just like, why? Why are you doing that? You it's know? weird how many of these topics, and this was not intentional, have already been covered in this episode. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sure. At number three, and this is actually a huge pet peeve of mine too, when someone's rude to a waiter or fast food worker, mm, yeah, I really I don't, hate that. I don't like that. Yeah, don't yeah, like that at all. On. Anytime that I've had to do a show in a restaurant, which is not particularly a best venue, and you know you have to wait around, and they always say, "We'll go to the bar, and uh, you know we'll buy you a drink, and you can wait in the bar or whatever." I always go out back of the restaurant to hang with the staff. I I don't know why I consider myself a working man, but I do. Like I just I would prefer the company of staff mm, mm-hmm. when they're on a break. Plus, you can smoke back there. Uh, at number two, people who use their speakerphone in public or play Ugh. music out loud. Fuck, that irritates me. I, I was, I think you were with me. We were in like a VIP lounge at an airport. Mm-hmm. And it was like the Admirals Club in LA or something, right? And there was this guy with his phone. And he's walking around. And he goes, uh, I'm in the Admirals Club right now. Looking around like we're going to be impressed that he's in the yeah. exact same fucking club we're in. <laughs> we are, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear your fucking lame conversation. Yeah, I'll green light that project. Don't give a fuck, asshole. 
And at number one, when someone forgets your name mm. or keeps using the wrong name, mm. oh, that's mm. bad because that's number one and I'm horrible with names. You, you know I am. I know. That's why you've been such, you've been so valuable as a partner over the years. Uh, because, you know, when we used to go to Just for Last, do you remember you would stand next to me or behind me and as people approached, you'd go, Ann Maney, Fox Television. I'd be, Ann, how are you? <laughs> No idea. I know there's probably exercises for getting yeah, better at it, but yeah, I, there is. I'm just not good at it. And I never want to take the chance. The two things I never want to take the chance well, are on the name or if we've met before. Yeah. Or you know what the third is? Or if you know me. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because do you remember the time we called an Uber and uh, he shows up? We we're at a friend's house, or at least we mm -hmm. thought they were friends. Uh, the Uber shows up and I was pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. It was a Sailor Jerry night. And so I pile into the back of the Uber and he goes, uh, Andrew Gross. And I went, yeah. I go, you a fan of the show? And he was like, what? What show? It never even dawned on me that he would have my name because I ordered an Uber. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. All right, who do we have to thank? This episode of Gross Misconduct was sponsored by Crystal Glass, Todd's Mechanical, Leading Edge Physiotherapy, South Central Dentistry, Old McDonald's Resort, AlbertaMasks.com, and the Edmonton Comedy Festival. Meet Depressed sang You're a Dick, Average Idiot was sung by Heavy Hand, The Whack MCs performed Covidiot, Purple Planet provided the What Does Kevin Think music, we used the mail time clip from Blue's Clues, Zach Noel sang Loca People, What the Fuck?, Brittle Star provided the choose your vaccine carefully message. If you want to support the podcast, go to paypal.me slash gross misconduct or eTransfer Andrew at andrewgross.com. I thought just for you and given what I thought would be some of the topics in today's episode, mm -hmm. I have chosen uh, to play us out Menopause Rhapsody. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. There's yeah. no words there to play us out. What does that mean to play us out? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean to end the show? I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Is this my new life? Irritability. Shutting down inside, I can't sleep and so is she. Got sweaty thighs, this is my demise, you see. I'm just a woman asking for sympathy because a hot flush comes, memory goes, mood is high. Then it's low, every day more hair grows Where I don't want any to be Poor me Mama, it's menopause No more children can be bred now my ovaries are dead Mama No, it's not much fun I once was hot in quite a different way Drama Ooh, 
least no more and flow. This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by Todd's Mechanical, available 24 hours a day for your plumbing and furnace needs. Say, menopause, and receive $50 off your next bill. Find them online at toddsmech.com or call them at 780-499-7598. And don't forget to like them on Facebook. I think we'll just end it there. Okay. 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 Thanks for listening. Bye.